Hey, hey, everybody, it's your girl, Storytime Miss Ty on deck. And it's your girl, Psychics Anonymous, still anonymous. And together we are your favorite besties. Hi, guys. Hope you guys are um, having a great day, afternoon, and or evening. Whenever you guys are joining us, we really appreciate all the love and support. Um, today is actually, is it the last day of Black, Black History? Uh-huh. Um, and Anonymous and I have decided to put together a list. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you tell them what we're digging into? Okay. So, like Storytime was saying, it is the last day of Black History Month, and there is just no way, no way that we can close out Black History Month 2020 without um, talking about spiritual gifts. Um, This is for all people, but especially within the black community, because it's not something that we discuss because of religion, because of fear, because of all these different things. So we thought we might as well go ahead and dig off into that today. And yes, I am talking about, uh, when I say spiritual gifts, yes, I'm talking about clairvoyance. Yes, the, the ability to see into the future, to see into the past. Yes, I'm talking about all those things today. Right. And it's, it's also very important, right? So for this is, you know, this is um, our tribute, Final Day of Black History. However, anybody listening in where it's not socially acceptable within your own communities, different communities, right. um, to talk about certain spiritual gifts is frowned upon. Uh, people are saying you're not really experiencing that or keep that to yourself. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. Or somebody might say that's, you know, black magic or that's witchery. Right. You know, right. oh, are you, you're a magician. You're trying to be a magician or, or, or what do you say, a sorcerer or something mm-hmm. else like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot of things are misunderstood. Absolutely. So this is just us giving our spin on some of the uh, information that how we understand it. And you guys can either, what do, what do you say? You're saying I love it. Eat the meat and spit out the bones. That's right. Right. Eat the so meat and spit out the bones. So for everybody listening, um, just eat the meat and spit out the bones. If it applies, you know, go ahead and uh, and, and take and that into your it. spirit and, and, you know, see how that feels. And if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dig on in in that case. Before we do, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, you can reach us at your favorite, no, um, anchor.fm forward slash psychics dash anonymous or story time. Or you can cash app, cash app us at your favorite besties you put a dollar sign first and then put your favorite besties on cash app if you would like to send us some love mail where can they find us your favorite besties 13 at gmail.com okay let's get into this listen the first common term that we hear gets thrown all around and people get uh feel some type of way about is the word profit a prophet is defined as a person regarded as an inspired teacher or pro- or proclaimer of the word of God. And a prophetess is a female regarded as an inspired teacher or a proclaimer of the will of God. So story time, why do you think that um, mostly people in the religious community, they will accept you if you, if you identify as a prophet or a prophetess, but not accept you if you identify as a psychic? And that's a, you know what, that's a really good question. Um, from my understanding, I'm just going to go into the different things that I've heard from other people who identify as religious. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll say the Bible says this, mm-hmm. or the Bible says that. Or other people who believe, you know, in different religious beliefs, the Quran says this, the Quran says that. So, some, I mean, and here's the thing. It's nothing more than you, people are, they have the exact same definition for stuff, mm-hmm. but they don't accept it if you use a different word than they do. Absolutely. That's what I think is going on. I think that's what it all boils down to. It's like, oh, yeah, we all agree that this this person can have the ability to foresee, mm-hmm. right? But if you call them a seer or a light worker opposed to a prophet, mm-hmm. we don't agree anymore. Right. So it's just, if you ask me, it's just a difference in the wording. So let me ask you this. Do you think that someone who identifies, let's say, in their religious community, let's say they identify as a prophet or a prophetess, do you think that that person could also be a psychic? 
Yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't the prophet be a scientist? No, exactly. I just wanted you to put it out there. I, mean, I, I know just, for sure. I, I, I couldn't <laughs> imagine why somebody would not think a prophet was a psychic when they have the ability to see, which right. is a clairvoyant mm-hmm. ability. So right. I, I, absolutely, they're a psychic. But, so, but depending on what community you're dancing with when you're having that conversation, it can become a very charged conversation because absolutely. they can go down can the line of scrolling quoting all these scriptures and throwing them your way like fastballs and you're like hey dude do they have the ability to see or not let me define <laughs> clairvoyance for you because they do too right so again so, a prophet is described as a person regarded as an inspired teacher or proclaimer of the will of god now just because a person is a prophet does not mean they can't be psychic just because a, a person um is a quote-unquote inspired teacher or proclaimer of the will of god does not mean they don't have the ability to see into the future does not mean they don't have the ability to communicate with spirits who have passed on that doesn't mean that and oh let me actually let me separate that because not all psychics are mediums um, right. the ability to uh, talk to, to communicate um, with communicate the with the deceased is, is actually medium it's yeah. being a medium but a lot of people who are clairvoyant with the ability to see into the past and the future they are also mediums yeah so okay let's move on oh so let's define psychic while we're on that okay a psychic is a person who claims to use extrasensory perception to identify information hidden from nor- from the normal senses, particularly including telepathy and clairvoyance. So a psychic is a person, that, okay, we just talked about seeing into the future, the past, okay, or telepathy, which means that they have the ability to read a person's mind. Most communicate through the mind. To communicate through the mind, not to well, not to read the mind, but to communicate. Not like, not can, to read the mind. I that's can, a good point. Um, not to read the mind, but to communicate um, using telepathy, which is a, a lot of the way that we communicate in heaven. Anyways, you don't have to. Nobody has to open their mouth and say anything. You can re- communicate. Well, this is why I said read the mind because it is. It actually is read the mind. If we're communicating via telepathy, we're not we're not um, using any of our motor skills. Uh, you know, in terms of verbal or body language. No, we're only communicating from uh, mind to mind. I'm. I'm Reading what's in your mind, you're reading what's in mine, basically. Yeah, I know, but the only reason why I wanted to separate that distinction is because somebody told me, oh my God, you know my, my every thought, my every one. No, that's that's really not even it. It's about the co- telepathy, from my perspective, is an agreed open communication. It is I an agreed open communication. I am allowing you to see this so that I can communicate that to you. That's you correct. You are allowing me. I'm not allowing you anything beyond this portion. This portion, we're mm-hmm. both agreed. You know, that we want to communicate in this way. That's, That's true. What I said. And let me put, put this out there too. The vast majority of all psychics are not telepathic. Okay. No. The only time that I have the the main the majority of the time that I have experienced telepathic communication has been in the dream state, or mm-hmm. is when because I am a psychic medium. So, or has been with a spirit who has crossed on, and I'm communicating with them via that way. But other than that, no way. Like I, I can just tell you guys honestly, the vast majority of all psychics are not telepathic at all. Right. So, right, yeah. yeah, that's that's a real thing. And so I don't I don't know why it's defined as that, but that's though. not not quite entirely accurate. Some are, but I think that it would be, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and ask. All right. So next uh, terminology that we want to discuss is a light worker. A light worker's our light worker soul is awake, conscious. Um, that their presence matters and they are part of something that is bigger than them. The purpose of a light worker is to wake up people that inhabit this beautiful planet and connect them with their divine spirit or role um, 
And their role is to teach oneness and close the separation gap that occurs when people forget that they are spiritual beings having a physical experience and not the other way around. I love that so much. So story time. I love that so much. Based upon the definition of a light worker and what their purpose is, would you not say that that is close to what a prophet is or a prophetess? Considering that a prophetess is, an, uh, is a person regarded as an inspired teacher or of proclaimer course. of the will of God. Of course. And a light worker, their purpose is to teach, to bring uh, oneness. That's right. This, right? See, here's the whole and to remind everybody that you're having a human experience. Right. Yeah, you're having a, yeah. not not a, a spiritual one. You're having a human experience, but you are a spiritual being. Right. You so are would a you not say having a human experience? Yeah. Um, I would say the terminology for me, these two terms are first cousins, and yeah, they're both invited to the family barbecue. Let's yeah. just keep it real. They're <laughs> both they're first cousins, right. and they're both invited. I like okay. That. Even when people get a little bit upset that one's there and they want to express the other, hey, they're I'm sorry, but it's relatable. They are first cousins, if you ask me. And I don't get why people say, oh, there's a huge no could never be strike it down. Right. No, that's really not true though. That's not true. Absolutely. Okay, so I just want to get into another uh, a definition of a light worker because it just all applies. Another definition of a light worker is a special person with psychic ability to intuit what other people are thinking, feeling, or need in order to heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I love it. Because another thing about that... A prophet or a prophetess could have those exact same abilities. Right. You guys, we get so caught up in terminology. 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 And in reality... Two, two different, you can say a word two different ways and it means the exact same thing. It really, sometimes it comes down to preference. Sometimes it comes down to what you're comfortable with. Right. Um, right. And another thing that I want to say about that, uh, the whole uh, terminology. When you think of terminology about these things, I want you to think about this. The message is always more important than the messenger. Yes. Always. Yes, yes, okay. Yes. Sometimes you got to rule out who the messenger is. Just accept the message. Right. You understand? Right. right. But then again, cliche to the same. Eat the meat, spit out the bone. There you go. That's what that's what this is you about. Know, a lot of people get Eat wrapped the up meat um, and just spit out. A lot of people get all wrapped up on who that messenger is and they bypass the message and miss the whole point. Go on. Okay. So spiritual gifts, right? Spiritual gifts is defined as an endowment or extra extraordinary power given by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is defined as who? God. When we think about if we're talking about the Bible. Uh, if we're talking about in, in the religious context, the Holy Spirit is defined as God. But let's talk about some other terminologies that are defined as God. Story time. Give me three terminologies that also mean God. Three terminologies. Um, source. Yep. Uh, spirit. Yes. Um, universe. Mm -hmm. And we could also say a lot of people will say Allah. A lot of people will say Yahweh. Uh there's a lot of different ways to define Buddha's God. Some people say Buddha. There's a lot of different terminologies that mean God, but at the end of the day, we're all talking about that same great, powerful source of energy. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're all talking about that so same great power. Call whatever you're comfortable with. You know? Okay. You identify if you're more comfortable saying this name opposed to that name. As long as there's a oneness of understanding that there is one source. You know. Mm -hmm. Because and, and and actually, you know, because I know other people believe in different cultures mm -hmm. that um, God is multiple sources. Mm -hmm. um, that there are several gods. You know, so, some of the um, other communities believe that that there's mm -hmm. several gods all at once. Oh, I forget which one is the seven gods. You know. But, yeah. Um, I know so what you're as long as you know there's an understanding that there is a higher power. Right. That we all agree unitedly as a people, as mm -hmm. all people all around the world, is that there is a higher power than us. And we do understand that that is creator, source, God, whatever you want to say. Okay. And, um, and so spiritual gifts are all given by 
God. Okay. So you have to understand that the gifts of uh, clairvoyance, the gifts of the, the ability to see into the future, clairaudience, the ability to hear things that other people cannot hear. We're not talking about demonic demons speaking to you. We can get off into that, but that's that's from a religious perspective. A lot of people say, oh, you're hearing demons. No, 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 you guys. Uh, uh, are you hearing the fallen angels? We've heard all that. But no, that's not it at all. The thing is, these spiritual gifts were given by God. So you have to understand just because one group of people said you listen to fallen angels, their demons run away. They're going to get you. You'll listen, 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 listen. You have a right to your perspective. And a lot of your perspective comes from how you were shaped. A lot of us were shaped by religion. I used to be extremely religious, so I can relate. A lot of us are shaped by how we grew up, our community, what, what our beliefs are and all that. But this is really kind of like a, uh, what is it called? A mean of love to <laughs> let you know. These gifts are normal. They should be normalized. Um, there's nothing wrong with you. You've been gifted in abundance. And at the end of the day, the more comfortable that you are with your gifts, the more comfortable that you're going to be sharing them with the world. Story and time. Then, and you know what? That was a very good point. But I, it also made me think of this um, this scenario that happened a few years back. Okay. Mm-hmm. This lady reached out to a light worker, okay, a psychic, whatever, prophetess, whatever you're comfortable with saying, right? She reached out to a light worker and she says, I think my son has a spiritual gift. Mm. My son is, he's hearing things and he's talking to people and I've read some of the terminologies and I feel like he's psychic. I think he has the ability to see and hear, mm-hmm. right? However, the psychic intuited, she pulled on some very strong energy that this that the, this woman's son had mental health issues, okay? Right. And those, you can have some of the same symptoms as people believe being a psychic. Okay, mm-hmm. the ability to hear other people speak in the clear audience, That's okay? extremely the true. ability to see the clairvoyance. Okay, mm-hmm. so but I think that if we are unsure about some of these things and we're experiencing some stuff that may or may not be a part of the whole package of the spiritual gifts, opposed to it could be a mental health issue, mm-hmm. I do think we need to go ahead and consult um, with licensed professionals. Oh, absolutely, you know, um, yes, and this is not for everyone because it's some people, for everyone, like no. for instance, like, like all my life, okay, I've had um dreams that I've seen come right into fellation. It doesn't matter. Like within a, it can come as quick as the next day. Sometimes it could take 30 days. Sometimes it could take a little time, but it ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, that's, um, the ability to, you know, have visions in your dreams and they come to fruition. Okay. That's a psychic ability. Okay. Now, if somebody, for instance, if, you know, they were saying that they had dreams of terrible things happening, they were actually creating the terrible things. You know what I mean? This could be something totally different. It does not have to be a psychic ability. It could be a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think that if you have loved ones in your life who are expressing certain things, but you're not so uh, sure about it, one, don't be so quick to discredit them. Absolutely. Don't say, oh, this person has to be nuts. Only Mm -hmm. a, a person who's crazy would believe that. That's not true. Okay. But also, you know, you watch more watchful eye. You 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 observe more watchful eye and determine if um, they do need to speak to a professional just to clarify that they are mentally healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's this is nothing out of the ordinary. Okay, because especially within our community, I think that a lot of times people are very quick to say, "Huh, this person crazy." Mm-hmm. Or possessed. Yeah, they're 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 possessed. They're demonic, and yeah, that's really not it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just that our, if we're not mentally grown or strong enough to understand mm-hmm. that this is actually a gift, and because we don't have it, we don't understand it. Absolutely. You know, so we just need to pay attention to stuff like that. Now you brought you raised a very 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 good point there, story time. The thing about it is, and wait, do you want me to let the YouTube fam go? 
Oh my goodness. I'm so I'm sorry, sorry, YouTube fam. Um, Gotta YouTube let you go. Fam. Gotta let you guys go. Because I know we're 15 in with you. We're, we're past the time. But um, you guys might have to comment and let me know. Do you guys have any spiritual gifts? Um, have you identified them? If you're not sure about them, go ahead and write your favorite besties13 at gmail.com. And we're happy to go ahead and help you dissect them. And you want to come um, on to anchor.fm forward slash psychic slash anonymous. And here's the rest of this podcast because we're going to go over some common spiritual gifts you guys don't want to miss out on. You may have them. You may want some details about them. So come on over to the podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, happy Black History Month. Until next time, you've been Stay rocking with your, your favorite besties. Bye. Bye. Okay, podcast fam, you still here? I hope you're still black. <laughs> and even if you're not black, thank you for being here. This is an all love, anyways. Okay, so um, a, a, a comment. Oh, what was I gonna say? You just left off with a really good uh, point. Uh, what I just left off on saying is reminding people that everybody, you know, is, well, everyone does not, we need to make sure that we have mentally healthy discussions and we don't need to discredit each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. We have these abilities. That shouldn't be the first thing we do is say, oh, you're crazy. Okay, story you know? time. No, that was a really good point. And, uh, and to that, let me just add this because she's absolutely correct. We have to be slow to discredit. Um, and, and more so, this is the level that you need to be on. Compassion. Yeah. If your family comes to you, and let's say they're scared, let's say they never told nobody this. They told you, but you know what? I can see things before they happen. Um, sometimes I feel stuff, and when I feel it, it happens. Mm-hmm. You know and I, I, you know what you do? Before you're so quick to say they're crazy, for one, you know your family's uh, uh, history. Is there a mental health history in the family? Mm-hmm. For one, you need to consider that. Like, for real, consider that. Yeah. For two, has, um, has this person always acted kind of strange, kind of funny, you know? Because sometimes, with this is also within the black community, we just might as well say this. Sometimes when people are mentally ill, we don't acknowledge that. We I say, know, oh, they, yo, June is okay. Look, June, June is okay. He mm-hmm. just himself. He just different. No, it ain't and just you know, that he just different. You know he needed to see a doctor, a, a mental health you know? professional long damn time ago. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But then you have other situations to where a person may not be mentally ill. A person may not have showed uh, any kind of illness or straight to signs of death. And then they come to you and they say, guess what? I didn't want to say nothing, but guess what? X, Y, and Z. I've been feeling this and all of a sudden after I felt this, it happened. You need to get them... It, to possibly encourage them to explore, then this is how you can do that. You can tell them to go ahead and get a journal and a pen. And you can tell them anytime you have these kind of uh, feelings, why don't you write it down with a date and time, Mm -hmm. document how long it lasted, write down as many details as you can, and then wait and see if that comes to fruition. And if it comes to fruition, write down the date and the time, and then you can keep progress of how long it took for what you felt or what you saw, or what you heard was going to happen, how long it took for that for that uh, uh, scenario, I mean, that situation to manifest. That's the way you show love and support. That's the way you help them without making them feel as if something is wrong with them. Yeah. Okay? That's a very, very, very good point, Alan. Very good It's a great way to show some support. Yeah. Okay, so uh, on that note, another term, uh, some of the terms that I want to go over, very common terms, because I know in the religious community, everybody likes to say discernment. Mm-hmm. If you say discernment, you in with the you can be in with the Christians, okay? You can be in with the religious community. You can be welcome on in and open a side door for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and discernment is the gift. The gift of discernment is the divine strength or ability to spiritually identify falsehood, to distinguish between right and wrong motives, and the spiritual force at work in situations. So, case in point. Let's say um, a person was going through something. You say, oh, you've been spiritually attacked. My discernment is telling me you've been spiritually attacked. Because a person can, uh, um, um, what does it say? A person can distinguish between right and wrong. 
motives and the spiritual forces at work. Well, spiritual forces at work could either be one or two things. The positive ones, angels, spirit guides, gatekeepers, or the negative ones, demons and negative entities or negative beings, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what they're comfortable with talking about, discernment on that level. But here's also discernment. Here's another term for dis, uh, um, things that help you discern things, the clairvoyance, okay? That's not called discernment, but clairvoyance is a person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond normal sens, uh, sensory contact. A person can see something and use their discernment, their feeling based upon what they saw using the spiritual gift of clairvoyance and they see something that's not good and they can go ahead and warn another person that you know what Mm-mm. don't look good story time right yeah yeah mm-hmm. what was the question <laughs> <laughs> no i was asking you don't don't you agree that a person who is clairvoyant could practice their discernment in terms of them seeing what is going to either what, what, have, what has already happened in the past or, or to see what can happen, happen in the future they can of they can and they can they can most definitely use their discernment especially if they are a light worker psychic however they identify um they have this ability to see they were given this gift for a reason the gift is to share okay mm-hmm. so if you, if you see something coming up that could be harmful um it could be it could even be a lesson sometimes you know um as light workers we see lessons for other people too in case that's true them. that's true oh you know, that's big people one. get people they might get a little bit um upset with you if they knew that you saw a lesson ahead for them but you couldn't stop it mm-hmm. you know why because the discernment was placed within you mm-hmm. by creator that this is not for you to talk about. Right. This is for them to experience and you to love them through that experience. That's absolutely okay. right. Because that happens too. Okay. Let's talk about some other spiritual gifts. Claire audience. Okay. That's the supposed faculty of perceiving as if by hearing what is an audible. So in other words, um, Claire audience could be like somebody whispering in your ear. Now, not in a creepy way. Not like, okay, think about this. Let's say you got a best friend. My best friend is story time this time. Um, and I'm her best friend. Uh, correct. Correct. I will not speak of What? <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> she might be asking. You friend. better say something. <laughs> Anyways. So, okay. When you think of Claire audience, think about this. Think about almost. Uh, I don't want to say. It's not, it's not creepy. People think it's creepy. Like, oh my God, a ghost was whispering to me. For one, ghosts barely even talk to people. So no, um, it's spirits who have passed on who wish to communicate with their loved ones and really talk. Ghosts are, we can get into that another time. Anyways, um, but anyways, it's just like somebody whispering in your ear. Like, you know how uh, you could, uh, a person could walk past you and say something to you real quick and you turn around like, who said that? Mm-hmm. Claire audience is kind of like that. So you can get somebody to come and whisper in your ear and tell you something. Um, now, the reason I brought up story time is because I want to I want to normalize it for you guys. It's not creepy like people think. You when know you have else? the gift to clear audience, you're not scared. That type of thing probably happens to you pretty frequently, and you've become accustomed to it. And another equivalence to that, just imagine this. If you were in a room by yourself, say if you just walked into a room by yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And you saw all around, you saw that you were alone, and you closed your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you heard somebody say, Ty. Or anything. Right. Right? Anything. Or they said, don't sit in the left chair. Mm -hmm. You clearly heard them. Right. You clearly heard them. But when your eyes were open, you saw no one. Okay? Now, just imagine this. Even when your eyes are open, you still heard that same voice. Mm -hmm. Okay? But you don't see anyone. But you heard it. And you know good and well, your discernment is telling you that voice didn't say that to you for nothing. Okay? And when in doubt and when you're unsure, you can always ask three times, are you from God? Mm-hmm. Okay? And Why three times? Them three t- because they can't lie on the third time. What does three times so, represent? What the? It's the thing. 
the Father, Father the, the Son, and, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Yeah, and the Holy mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. Yeah. So if you ask three times, are you from God? Are you from God? For God, they can't lie on the third time. Not on the time. third time. So if they don't so, say anything, you know what's up. Just stop talking to them. Refrain from the conversation. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. And you can always call him Archangel Michael. Mm-hmm. And I understand Who's Archangel that, Michael for those who don't know? He is the angel. He's the fighting angel. Okay. Angel mm-hmm. of protection. Okay. So when um, the devil, it was said in the Bible that when the devil tried to take over uh, heaven and say, you know, I'm going to be the God or whatever else he got his, he got a swole on or whatever else. Archangel Michael, the angel of, what is, of war, of war mm-hmm. stepped up and said, <laughs> well, I wish a bitch would. He literally said, <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> He said, not today, Satan. And basically protected the kingdom of God. Now, keep mm-hmm. in mind, if you're not a religious person, eat the meat, spit out the bones. You don't, don't have to be religious to believe in Archangel still, Michael, though, either. And you don't have, you don't to, be have to be religious just to know about the higher power. Just you to don't. know that God is real. God does exist. Okay? God is real. God, God does exist. exist. And you, don't have to, you don't have to identify The Son of God, Jesus is real. Jesus does exist. And you don't have to be religious to believe that. No, you're welcome to believe as you believe. It's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Just so you guys know, okay? So, because some of the terminology or some of the stuff you guys hear us say, other people, people will say, no, I don't I don't agree with that. And that's okay. Just yeah, that's eat okay. and spit out the bones. Yeah, right. That's all this is. This is really a love session. Eat to me and spit out the bones, okay? Okay, so another term, clairsentience, is loosely translated, means clear feeling. Clairsentience is the ability to feel and experience energy in an intuitive way. And some people would call that discernment. Now, clairsentience also, I think, is very closely uh, related with being an empath. A lot of empaths, they feel. That's how they know the stuff's going to happen. That's when they know stuff is going down mm-hmm. um, because they feel it coming. And when you feel it, a lot of people who are clairsentient and who are empathic, they will tell you. They feel it in their gut. They feel mm-hmm. it in their stomach. I have experienced very, very cl- uh, strong clairsentient, uh, clairsentience throughout my life to the point where I, you, it's like you can't explain how you know. You just know. Mm-hmm. And you know what you need to know in the nick of time. And, 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 and In other words, if it's about to go down, in a room, you can step into a room and somebody didn't even have didn't even have to tell you. The people in the room was beefing. You didn't even know the people. You didn't even had nothing to do with any of that. All of a sudden you step in the room, you get to feel the real strong in your gut. It's about to get violent in here. I need to get out of here. And as soon as you leave, chairs are thrown across the room. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. That that's happens. This is why you this is why they say you always have to listen to your intuition. A lot of people say listen to your gut. When they say listen to your gut, they're saying you are clairsentient. Right. Listen to your gut. Get right. it? You feel it in your gut, in your right. stomach. That's where it comes from. Empaths. You, sometimes empaths, they feel it in their gut, but they'll feel it throughout their whole body. Like a, um, I can't even describe it. Like as if somebody, I don't want to say shocks them, but they just get a wave, a cold wave even over the entirety of their body. And they just know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Okay. So claircognizance. It's clear knowing. Okay, that's a lot like uh, clairsentience and um, um, impasse. It says to know specific things throughout your own psychic feelings, which are directly manifested as thoughts. So you just know, you just know. You you can't even explain how you know, you just know. Mm -hmm. It can even feel like a download of information into you. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you got all this information that has been downloaded. Now all of a sudden you're very clear on the specifics. You just know what happened. It doesn't make sense how you know what happened, mm-hmm. but you just know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so another definition that I, I want to give really quick, and I want you to weigh in on this one sort of time, okay? Because I've I've been called this, and I've heard a lot of <laughs> just called this term, and you guys are using this term completely wrong, and I have no well, I do know why ignorance. Um. Um, and, and just not knowing better. You know, it's like when you know better, you do better. That term is witch. A witch is defined as a woman thought to have magic powers, especially evil ones, 
popularly depicted as wearing a black cloak and a pointed hat and a flying broomstick. It's just straight garbage. It's story time way in. That's straight garbage. Way in on okay? um, A witch, huh? A witch. The thing about it is, I think some of these people need to get out of these old school fairy tales. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some of this stuff was created um, and the feeling behind it, well, it's way older than what we are in our generation. Or we mm-hmm. could take this back to hundreds of years ago when they used to feel that clairvoyants were witches. Mm-hmm. You know, people just regular Well, they were defined because, as witches. Absolutely. Well, they were defined as witches, right? But it, it didn't make any... It was it was based on a lack of understanding. That's what it was. And, and there's a... And see, do you have you ever noticed that there's a lot of fear associated with what people don't understand? Always. It always okay. has been, too. This is the same... It's not the same thing. It's just an example. Like with the, um, the LGBT community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel that way or express that way, you don't understand it. Right. So because you don't understand it, people start to fear it. Right, right, right. right. Does it make it wrong? Does it make it wrong because you don't understand it? Of course not. That's no. your ignorance. Mm-hmm. That's your ignorance. That's not the ignorance of anyone else. No, it's not. So I just bring that as an example to say, so back, I mean, a hundred years ago and even plus some, when they said that psychics were witches and they deserved to be burned at the stake. And that's exactly and what And this they was did. based on their level of non-understanding. They couldn't understand it. They wouldn't digest it because it wasn't their experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just blasphemous. It's ridiculous. Okay. But, um, I was saying all that to say that about the term the witch. term witch mm-hmm. people are totally using that in the wrong way and they're associating with that with being something evil but at the same time let me outline this there are people out there where they does in which is associated with the term with female okay gender female however there are what wizards, sor- wizards and sorcerers who are associated with the male mm-hmm. version of witch or whatever else right mm-hmm. but i will say this there are people who do spells there are mm-hmm. people who dance with black magic there are people who do uh what is it hoodoo Mm-hmm. It's not voodoo. Voodoo is a religion, but voodoo is the actual. Voodoo is, is the actual black magic, right? Mm-hmm. There are people who do that, and if people who who are casting like negative spells and all that other stuff, if people refer to them as witches and stuff like that, I can understand that sentiment. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that the sentiment should be associated with psychics. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and, 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 and in all fairness, let me say this: there are some psychics who cast spells. I'm not one of them. I've, I've never been one of them. But there are some psych- psychics who do cast spells. You know, they put the little stupid potions in it. And I say stupid. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But they will put uh, potions in a bottle, pray over it, do their little ritual, whatever, and do all that. This is what I say to the for the psychics out there who do this. And for the people who are even considering going to psychics. For one, you don't have a right to impose on anybody's free will. What does a spell do? A binding spell, specifically, is imposing upon somebody's free will. So if you go to the psychic and they say, I can bring your husband back to you, I can bring your wife back to you, and you get them to go ahead and put a spell, what you just did was infringe upon their upon their free will, and there is karma associated with that. I don't think any reputable psychic should do spells or potions or anything. That's my personal opinion. No. I don't think they should. But then again, let's be real. All psychics are not light workers. I am a light worker. All psychics are not light workers. What does a light worker mean again? A person who's working for God, for the greater good for God. Some people, they take their spiritual gifts and make no mistake, we all have spiritual gifts, whether we know about them or don't know about them, whether we're tapped into them or not tapped into them, we all have them. But some people take their knowledge um, and, and, and their spiritual gifts and they use them for bad. That's a fact. Some people do. And for those people, I think it's those people who make the vast majority of the rest of us look bad. Yeah, do you agree? Yeah, I would agree. agree. I would agree wholeheartedly. I would agree wholeheartedly. Like I said, the majority, I can't say the majority. Well, no. I can say that statistically, I'm willing to bet a good 90 to 95% of the people who identify as a light worker mm-hmm. are a psychic. 
Mm-hmm. Or even psychic medium. They are not using their gifts for bad. No. They just aren't. Uh, absolutely. They are really using them to help other people. They are. And this is how you can pretty much tell um, about if you're considering uh, seeing a psychic or uh, dealing with one, talking to one. If the person offers spells and potions, that's not the one you need to mess with. I'm going to tell you because a real one who's working for God is not going to infringe upon the free will of another person. Not gonna and if you're talking about, I want to bring him back, I want to bring her back, then they're, and they go ahead and assist, quote unquote, assist you with that, then they're not working. They're not working for the greater good, okay? Because the fact of the matter is, before we all come here, we already wrote contracts with God. Everybody did. Every single body did. So in those contracts, we already talked about what we would do, what we wouldn't do, blah, blah, blah. Right. All the details written down to the number of hairs on your head. Okay, so because of all of that, uh, if a person says that they will go ahead and help you infringe upon the free will of somebody else, that's not the one you need to deal with. If you not, if you really want to uh, speak to a light worker. Now, if you mm. want to talk to one of them other people, then you, ahead, then you go ahead. Then you go ahead and you do that and let them go ahead. But I will tell you guys this for a fact: I have seen many a people in my day. I have. Uh, I've seen a lot of stuff in my day, especially related in, in the spiritual community and the other realm and stuff like that. And I can tell you this, for all the people who do spells for other people to come back and all this kind of stuff, for all the people who get involved with the spells and that part, it never ends well, you guys. I'm not kidding you. I've never seen one, and I even mean one, one successful case to where a spell was done on behalf of somebody else, a voodoo kit was given on, on behalf of somebody else, and it turned out right. Never, not one case did it end well. So I do want to put that out there to you. Yeah, never not, seen one to case to where it no has ended well. Don't infringe upon the rights of other people. You shouldn't do that. I can't say don't because we're all going to live our lives. I don't recommend it. I definitely don't recommend it. Okay, let me quickly cover another term because they tie into what we are just talking about. Another term that I've heard psychics called, and this is just so backwards, is a devil worshiper. A devil worshiper is a person who is willing to do anything to please Satan or the worship of Satan or a demon. Now, here's the thing. Again, let's talk about that term lightworkers because most lightworkers are working for who? God. Okay, for the greater good. The greater good is associated with everybody, everybody, and God. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of psychics are light workers. Are all psychics light workers? No, but a sight worker, a light worker can tell you who are who they are, or a psychic will show you who they are with their actions. If they're gonna put something in the bottle and shake it up and pray and all that, you know, just saying. But. They're working for the greater good. So uh, psychics are not devil worshippers, okay, you guys? The vast majority of all psychics are not devil worshippers. Another term, charlatan, also called a swindler, is a person practicing quackery or or similar confidence, thick, uh, what is it, thick or deception, oh, trick or deception, in order to obtain money fame or other advantages via some form of pretense or deception so for a charlatan a charlatan is mostly those type of people to where they'll say okay the person say i want to raise at my job okay i'm about to do something put something together so you can get this raise (laughs) don't get me wrong you guys there are people who are skilled with using elements of the earth to uh, to make things go into your favor but again let's go back to those contracts with god Certain things are going to happen that are already set up and aligned for you in your path, and other things are just not going to happen. Case in point, if you wrote a contract with the God that came in and said that you was going to live a mediocre life, just because you go to a damn charlatan, they put something in a bottle and tell you you're going to be rich and famous does not mean you're going to be rich and famous. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. That's a real thing. Okay. That's a real thing. So, 
getting trapped up with the charlatans, the devil worshippers, and the witches. That's a whole different, uh, a separate group of people, you guys. That they're not associated with psychics. Like really, they're not. They're they're different altogether. Their practices, the things that they do, are just really completely different. Okay. Most psychics want to help you on your journey to see the things that you can see to help you navigate uh, this incarnation because it's rough, right? It can be really, really rough in this incarnation. So, anyways, we're gonna wrap this thing up here. And if you guys want us to do a part two, you can write us at your favorite besties13 at gmail.com. We'll go ahead and kick some more spiritual knowledge in terms of um, psychics, mediums, all that kind of stuff. And maybe we can even give you guys, um, like Anonymous used to do on her channel, she used to give you guys psychic confessions. Oh. If you guys like, we can do a part two and add some of that in here to give you guys some real information coming directly from psychic experiences. So you guys let us know and if you're into of- that. That, that's a good point story time uh, speaking of that if you guys want to hear real life psychic confessions real life situations things that have really happened to psychics in details dealing with the spiritual realm uh, dealing with supernatural stuff go ahead and go to my page on YouTube I'm Psychics Anonymous it's just Psychics Anonymous right on YouTube yeah. yeah so go to YouTube look up Psychics Anonymous go to my psychic confession folder and you guys will hear real life testimony of uh, uh, things that have happened to real psychics in detail and I tell you guys those stories are straight fire you may be able to identify with some stuff I'm sure you could find out or hear of something you've never heard be- heard of before in your life it's, it's really worth the listen on YouTube that is yeah absolutely so you guys please dip over there and join her and if you guys um, if you guys enjoy it go ahead and leave her a comment let her know light up her comments let her know what you guys think don't of forget it. to hit subscribe, subscribe when you stop by yeah hit subscribe you know that's like a smile on your way in and out the door yeah you know hit subscribe I mean? um, but anyways we are going to go ahead and put this uh, segment out like a candle okay <laughs> and we will uh, dip back with you guys at a later time um, we do thank you guys so much for tuning in to us happy black history month we all know mm-hmm. that black history is every day. It sure so is. go ahead and create history, all right, guys? Go out there and be your, gre- your best self, self, all yeah. right? All right, so, and you got anything else on this? Um, I don't know. I was going to say, like I told the YouTube fam, stay black. <laughs> they heard you say that one time already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you guys. Love you guys. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Until next time, you've been rocking with your favorite besties. Bye. Bye.